Assisting us today, our lectors, Francis Casillo, Joanne Paradise, Judy Baker, Irene Hearn. Our interpreter is Diana Saunders Conley. I'm your cantor, Madeline Ocello. Our organist is Bill Brinzer. And our celebrants are Bishop Mark Ekman, assisted by Father Michael Stumpf and Deacon Frank Zemanski. Please remain seated throughout the entire Mass so that the interpreter may be seen. Please join with each other in singing our opening hymn, Rain Down, number 582 in your hymnal, 582. Just before we begin, I just want to reemphasize the word of welcome. The welcome to all of you, especially you who are candidates for confirmation, as well as your family and friends that join us. But also want to extend a special welcome to our newest bishop here in the Diocese of Pittsburgh, and that is Bishop Mark Ekman. Welcome to you for our community. 
Thank you, Father Michael. It's certainly good to be um, here at the parish to celebrate the sacrament and to celebrate the regular Mass uh, with all the faithful who are gathered here today. God has blessed us with a beautiful day, and it's a great day to give glory and praise to his name. So as we gather today, let us begin this celebration as we begin all of our prayers. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. And with your spirit. My brothers and sisters, as we gather today to celebrate these sacred mysteries, let us call to mind our sinfulness, and let us ask our Lord for pardon and forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, enter into our hearts and heal our brokenness and sufferings. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you sit at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life.
Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that we may celebrate with heartfelt devotion these days of joy, which we keep in honor of the risen Lord, and that what we, re what we relive in remembrance, we may always hold to in what we do. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Some who had come down from Judea were instructing the brothers, unless you are circumcised according to the Mosaic practice, you cannot be saved. Because there arose no little dissension and debate by Paul and Barnabas with them, it was decided that Paul, Barnabas, and some of the others should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders about this question. The apostles and elders, in agreement with the whole church, decided to choose representatives and to send them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. The ones chosen were Judas, who was called Barsabbas, and Silas, leaders among the brothers. This is the letter by them. The apostles and the elders, your brothers, to the brothers in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia of Gentile origin. Greetings. Since we have heard that some of our number who went out without any mandate from us have upset you with their teachings and disturbed your peace of mind, we have, with one accord, decided to choose representatives and to send them to you along with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, who have dedicated their lives to the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we are sending Judas and Silas who will also convey this same message by word of mouth. It is the decision of the Holy Spirit and of us not to place on you any burden beyond these necessities, namely to abstain from meat sacrificed to idols from blood, from meats of strangled animals, and from unlawful marriage. If you keep free of these, you will be doing what is right. Farewell. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your salvation? Oh God, oh God, let all the nations praise you. Let the nations be glad and shout for joy. Uprightness, you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Oh God, oh God, let all the nations praise you. Let the A reading from the book of Revelation. The angel took me in spirit to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. It gleamed with the splendor of God. Its radiance was like that of a precious stone, like jasper, clear as crystal. It had a high, massive wall with 12 gates where 12 angels were stationed and on which the names were inscribed, the names of the 12 tribes of the Israelites. There were three gates facing east, three north, three south, and three west. The wall of the city had three courses of stones as its foundation, on which were inscribed the 12 names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God Almighty, and the Lamb. The city had no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gave it light, and its lamp was the Lamb. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, whoever loves me will keep my word and my Father will love him and will come to him and make our dwelling in him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words. Yet the word you hear is not mine, but of that of the Father who sent me. I have told you this while I am with you, the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name will teach you everything and remind you all that I have told you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. You heard me tell you, I am going away and I will come back to you. If you love me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it happens, so that when it happens, you may believe. The Gospel of the Lord. Bishop Ekman, the parish community of Mary, Queen of Peace, wishes to present to you its young women and men who have been prepared and are ready to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit in the sacrament of confirmation. Each candidate has been well instructed and is accompanied by a sponsor. It is my privilege to present them to you at this time. Candidates, can you please stand? Candidates only. Well, thank you, Father Michael. We'll see how well instructed they are. <laughs> You can be seated. How you doing today, all right? I'm getting a lot of nods. Is anyone nervous? No one's nervous? Not at all? Wow, you're better off than I am. I'm a little nervous. As Father Michael told you at the beginning of Mass, I was just ordained a bishop back in January, so I'm not even five months uh, being a bishop. This is my... 19th confirmation to celebrate. I have one more to go on the day of Pentecost, so I'm getting a little bit better of what I'm doing. But I'm still always wondering, am I taking my miter off at the right time, or do I have my crozier in my hand when I'm supposed to, or am I praying the right prayers? Now, I'm pretty blessed because I have Deacon Kevin Lander, the man who's standing back there, 
and he makes sure that I do everything at the right time. He makes sure my miter's on at the right time or it's off at the right time. He makes sure I have my crozier when I'm supposed to have it. He's constantly pointing at the prayers to make sure I pray the right prayer when I'm supposed to. So I have nothing to worry about because if there's any mistakes, it's his fault, not mine. <laughs> so if you were a little bit nervous, which I would think you'd be just a little bit, I can understand that. And you might say, well, you have someone to take care of you, but I don't. Well, actually you do. And the person who's going to help you through this sacrament and hopefully through all of your decisions that you make as you move forward in life is the person who's your sponsor, the person who's sitting next to you. They have all the answers. So if you have any questions, they're going to be able to help you 100% of the time. Sponsors way back when in the ancient time of church played a very important role because if somebody wanted to become a Christian, they would go up to someone that they knew was already practicing and say, I want to be a follower of Christ. And it was that sponsor's job, first off, to make sure that they weren't a spy. Because in the early church, people were being turned in for practicing Christianity, many of them being tortured, some of them being put to death. And so the sponsor wanted to make sure that this person was legitimate that they weren't just going to turn them in and report all of them and they'd be, you know, that would be the end of them. So that was the, one of the things the sponsor did. And the other thing the sponsor did was to make sure that the uh, candidate, the person who wanted to be a Christian, would learn all about the faith. In particular, why God sent his son into the world, why Jesus came to us, why he uh, uh, performed all those miracles that he did and proclaimed the good news of his father's kingdom but eventually was put to death and rose from the dead, which is what we celebrate in this Easter season. And so that sponsor would instruct a person in the faith, sometimes taking two or three years in order to, to share everything with them. And when they were finally ready, they were baptized and they were confirmed and they were able to receive the Eucharist for the very first time. So sponsors nowadays sort of have it a little bit easier because you only have to worry about one sacrament Unless, of course, you were the uh, sponsor for the candidate whenever they were baptized. Then you've been journeying with them for quite some time. You might also be a little bit nervous because many times when a bishop comes for confirmation, he'll ask you questions to see how well prepared you are. Now, Father Michael just got done telling us that you were well prepared. He, and he said, you know, that you know what you're doing. And I've known Father Michael for quite some time. And I know him to be a very honest person. So if he says that you're well prepared, he's not going to lie to me. So there's no point in me asking you questions about what you know or what you might not know. But he also said that you were accompanied by a sponsor, and he didn't say how well prepared they are at all. <laughs> so today I'm going to be asking the sponsors the questions. So, Caden Cannon, are you Caden? How are you, Caden? Good, you're not nervous, are you? And who's your sponsor? And who is she? My sister. Your sister, and what's her name? Kaylin. Kaylin. And why did you pick her? Because she's, she's your sister. Okay, so she's a little bit older than you, I take it? And so she's a lot smarter than you are, I take it? Sure. Okay, aren't you? Aren't you? Yeah, I thought so. I could tell by looking. 
So you, you probably picked her because you know that if you're having trouble with the faith, that she'll be able to help you out. I'm guessing that's probably one of the reasons you picked her, not just because she's your sister. And so, uh, Caitlin or Caitlin? Caitlin, thank you. Um, there's seven gifts of the Holy Spirit that your brother's going to receive today. And he's going to get them all, whether he likes it or not. But th those gifts are piety and understanding, fortitude, wisdom, awe, counsel, and knowledge. Of those seven gifts, which one did you hope he gets the most of or gets to practice first and foremost before the others? Wisdom. And why do you say wisdom? Okay, you hope he can be smart, and I'm hoping in particular in the ways of the faith, that he makes decisions that are always pleasing to the Lord, that he does the right thing at the right time, and so that wisdom that he receives from the Holy Spirit will give him an opportunity hopefully to pause before he does something too quickly to make sure that what he's doing, he's doing for the glory of God. So I could see why he picked you, because you are much smarter than he is. <laughs> so where's Sarah Duffy? Are you Sarah Duffy? How are you, Sarah? You were like dreading that I was gonna call on you, huh? I could tell, but you could see it's pretty easy. Who's your sponsor? My sister. Your sister as well, and what's her name? Mary. Mary, and why did you pick Mary to be your sponsor? Because she's, she's your sister. That's, that seems to be a popular reason today. <laughs> and it, it, has she always helped you out throughout decisions that you've made through life? She's always been there for you? Yeah. Good. So Mary, I'm going to ask you the same question. There's seven gifts of the Holy Spirit that your sister is going to receive. And those are piety and understanding, fortitude, wisdom, awe, counsel, and knowledge. Which one do you hope that she gets the most of or gets to practice the, the, the most in the beginning? I'd say understanding. Understanding. Why do you say that? Okay, it's good to be understanding. That's right. Who's next to you? My sister. Your sister. Because <laughs> she seems to be giving you a hard time there. <laughs> I can keep asking people down the line. So, so in, in understanding, hopefully that's also, though, is understanding of the ways of the Lord, what he wants us to do in our life. And what, uh, when Jesus was asked, which was the greatest commandment, uh, he responded by saying it was to love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, to love our neighbor as ourself. And so to have the understanding of the Holy Spirit hopefully would mean to understand how to live out that commandment of love. So I could... I agree with you. That's a good decision there. And you can give your other sister a hard time. Uh, are you Sydney? Who's Sydney Duffy? How are you, Sydney? Are you, are you related? No. Oh, just have the same last name. Okay. So how are you today? Good. You're not nervous either. No one seems too nervous. That's pretty good. So who's your sponsor? Grandma. Your grandma. And why did you pick your grandma? Okay, you can go to her with any of your questions, and you probably have many a time, because she's known you your whole life and has watched you grow, mature to the point you are right now. So, Grandma, there's seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, piety, understanding, fortitude, wisdom, awe, counsel, and knowledge. Which one do you hope your daughter, granddaughter gets to the fullest uh, and is able to practice and live out to the best of her ability? Understand. Of her faith. Good. And uh, why do you say that? Okay, you want her to understand what the faith is all about. And as you know, as she starts entering into high school and, and beyond, 
she's going to have a lot of decisions to make. And so to make the best decision that she understands the faith, she's going to be doing what she knows pleasing to the Lord and not necessarily what the, she needs to do or, or what the world wants her to do, but what's the right thing to do. So understanding is very important. I can see why she picked you. Thanks. How about Angelina Oak? How are you? You're making me walk all the way back here. Are you nervous at all? Just a little bit. Don't worry. You can see it's painless. Who's your sponsor? Your grandmother. And why did you pick your grandmother? She knows you a long time. She knows what you need in your life, right? So, Grandma, piety, understanding, fortitude, wisdom, awe, counsel, and knowledge. Which one do you hope your granddaughter receives the fullest of right now? Wisdom. Wisdom. And why do you say that? Great. So to know the difference between right and wrong and when to do that, especially knowing what the Lord wants her to do. And of course, if she really wants to be a wise person, um, she needs to be a person of prayer so that she really understands how God wants her to live out her life and her vocation and to always make those good choices. So you're 100% right. I can see why she picked you. She has picked a good person the whole, her whole life. Great. How about Aaron Schaefer? Ah, just a groan gave you away. How are you, Aaron? Good. Good, I'm glad to hear that. Who's your sponsor? Not my mom. Not your mom? Yes, his sponsor is in the hospital, so I am acting as a proxy sponsor. You're a proxy sponsor, and who are you? I'm mom. Oh, you are mom. Okay, but but you're just acting as a proxy. Okay, and your sponsor is in the hospital. Why did you pick her, or is it a him? Her. Her, okay, why did you pick her? She's your aunt. She knows what you're up to. Okay, like right now she'd be like nudging you if you didn't say the right thing, right? Yeah. So you got your mom here. So mom, you have to have all the answers, which moms always do. So I'm not going to be surprised. Out of the seven gifts, piety, understanding, fortitude, wisdom, awe, counsel, and knowledge, which one do you hope that your son receives the most? You, you'll know which one he needs the most. So. I'd say understanding. And why do you say understanding? Great. So understanding what the Lord wants him to do and how to do it, but understanding other people. And it's real important for not only him, but for all of us to understand that we're all made in God's image and likeness. So even though we have differences, we have that similarity that we're all children of God and that we need to be loved. And to have that understanding in his heart would be so important so that he can extend that to the people he meets in his life. So good answer, Mom. Thanks. How about Jonathan Smittle? How are you? Good. Are you nervous? Just a little bit. Don't worry. It's painless. And who's your sponsor? Your uncle. and His name is? Ronnie? How are you? Good. Why did you pick your uncle? He's a pretty good guy. He knows his faith. Okay. So, Uncle Ronnie. Piety, understanding, fortitude, wisdom, awe, counsel, and knowledge. All of the above. Why do you say that? Because life's tough. We need each one of those gifts to make the right decision. You, 
You're 100% correct. He's going to get all seven, whether he likes it or not, as are the other people. But they do need to be able to, each day at each situation, know those uh, gifts and to be able to practice them to the best of their ability. So whether it's knowing the Lord or being a person of piety and prayer, being a person who doesn't want to alienate themselves from the Lord so they hold the Lord in awe, uh, knowing what the Lord wants them to do in their life, all of those gifts are so important to them as they continue their journey. So you're 100% right. So <clears throat> you might be wondering if you don't often see the bishop picking on the sponsors of confirmation. But I do so because I want you to know how important your role is. This is, isn't just an honorary title that the sponsor has. You need now to accompany these candidates for the rest of their life, helping them to grow closer to the Lord. They received the Holy Spirit initially whenever they were baptized. And today's when they receive the Spirit to its fullness so that they can do God's will throughout their life of loving the Lord and loving their neighbor. That's what Jesus came and constantly proclaimed to us when he was here. Not only that that's what we need to do, but that's what God does for us. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son to be our savior. And Jesus came and saved and redeemed us so that we could live out our faith to its fullest, giving glory to God in all that we do. And so sponsors, you're going to present these candidates for the sacrament by telling, telling me their confirmation name. They'll be sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit. And hopefully they'll continue to practice and learn about the Spirit so that they can live out those gifts in their life. And the fruits of those spirits will be that we'll see Christianity practiced where all people are giving glory to God. Because what you're doing today isn't something just for you as sponsors. It's really for all of us, the faith community. When we were baptized, we all promised that we were going to live out our faith, giving glory to God by what we say and by what we do. And so what you, all of us are called to do is to make God's presence known by the way that we live out our life, the way that we treat one another, the way that we care for one another, our way of loving each other. That's how we give glory to God. That's how we make his spirit known by the way that we relate to one another. So as we gather today, let us pray that these candidates will receive the Holy Spirit in this fullness of life, that they'll give glory to God in all that they do, so that one day all of us can share the glory of the Lord in God's kingdom of heaven. I'm going to ask the candidates if they would please stand, the candidates only. But at this time, I'm going to invite everyone present here if we would together renew the promises of our baptism. And so I ask you, do you renounce Satan and all his works and all his empty promises? I do. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? I do. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was born the Virgin Mary, suffered death and was buried, rose again from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. I do. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who today, through the sacrament of confirmation, will be given to these candidates in a special way, just as he was given to the apostles on the day of Pentecost? I do. Do you believe in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, 
the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. I do. This is our faith. This is the faith of the church, and we're proud to profess it in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. Candidates, if you would please kneel down at this time. <clears throat> Dearly beloved, let us pray to God the Almighty Father for these, his adopted sons and daughters, already born again to eternal life and baptism, that he will graciously pour out the Holy Spirit upon them to confirm them with his abundant gifts and through his anointing, conform them more fully to Christ, the Son of God. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who brought these, your servants, to new birth by water and the Holy Spirit, freeing them from sin, send upon them, O Lord, the Holy Spirit, the paraclete. Give them the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and fortitude, the spirit of knowledge and piety, and fill them with the spirit of the fear of the Lord, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, candidates, you can stand. Thank you. 
My dear brothers and sisters, let us humbly pray to God, the Almighty Father, and be of one mind in our prayer, just as faith, hope, and charity, which proceed from the Holy Spirit, are one. Our response this morning is, Risen Lord, hear our prayer. That the gifts of the Holy Spirit may be renewed in the whole church. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. For an end to the war in the Ukraine, and for all who suffer from the wounds of war all over the world. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer for our youth who are receiving confirmation today, that they may be filled with the grace of the Holy Spirit. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. For an end to racism and violence, and for healing for the peoples of Buffalo, New York. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. For all those in our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. We go forth for a collaborative path forward in ending gun violence and white supremacy. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Ruth Ahmeds and Joseph Sanello, may they be welcome into God's kingdom. We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. We remember today Anna Mae and Chester Balback. And all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts, We pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. O God, who gave the Holy Spirit to your apostles and willed that through them and their successors the same Spirit be handed on to the rest of the faithful, listen favorably to our prayer and grant that your divine grace, which is at work when the gospel was first proclaimed, may now spread through the hearts of those who believe in you. Through Christ our Lord. Please join in singing number 553, O Spirit All Embracing, 553.
May our prayers rise up to you, O Lord, together with the sacrificial offerings, so that purified by your graciousness, we may be conformed to the mysteries of your mighty love. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all to loud you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. By the oblation of his body, he brought the sacrifices of old to fulfillment in the reality of the cross. And by commending himself to you for our salvation, showed himself to be the priest, the altar, and the lamb of sacrifice. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise. And even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. You never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and giving you thanks, said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith.
Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, Lord, advance the peace and the salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant, Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, Mark, our confirming Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Remember also, Lord, your servants reborn in baptism and those whom you've been pleased to confirm by bestowing the Holy Spirit in your mercy. Keep them safe in your grace. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you've summoned before you, and in your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children extended and scattered throughout the world. Therefore, O Lord, we pray, may the same Holy Spirit graciously sanctify these offerings, that they may become the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ for the celebration of this great mystery, which he himself left us as an eternal covenant. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Please rise as you're able. Please rise. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we wait the blessed hope in the coming of our Savior, 
Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other some sign of Christ's peace. Peace, Kevin. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. A prayer for spiritual communion for those joining us at home. My Jesus, I believe that you are in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart. As though you have already come, I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. Never permit me to be separated from you.
Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who restore us to eternal life and the resurrection of Christ, increase in us, we pray, the fruits of this Paschal Sacrament and pour into our hearts the strength of this saving food through Christ our Lord. Amen. Just three things before we conclude. First of all, we have to teach Bishop Mark Ekman a little bit of sign language, okay? You ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. Now, are you guys ready too? We're going to teach everybody. So this is the Holy Spirit, right? We're celebrating the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So we're going to learn sign language for the Holy Spirit. So if you hold your hand like this with two fingers out, like you're pointing, but add another one to it, that is the sign for H, right? And then you're going to hold your other hand like this. And you're going to move the H across your hand and up. That is holy, holy. Now, it's really important that you go up, right? Because this means hell, right? So, 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 so holy. So, holy and then spirit is you take your two, like, okay fingers, right? You put them together, and the spirit is like a wisping up, like a candle that's been kind of, you know, that smoke rolling up, right? So are you ready? Holy Spirit. Okay, let's do it both singing, and, or singing, both saying with your mouth as well as your hands. Ready? Holy Spirit. One more time. Holy Spirit. Now shut off the voice. Ready? Ah, oh, beautiful. Okay, thank you. <laughs> second thing, second thing. We have to congratulate our candidates. So can we offer our candidates a round of applause, please? <laughs> Lastly, again, Bishop Ekman, thank you for being present among us. Thank you for calling down the Holy Spirit as a representative of the universal church in our midst upon our uh, candidates, our celebration for confirmation for our kids as well as for our entire parish family. And, and including as part of that welcome and that gratitude, there is a reception afterwards in the garages across the street and on the front lawn of our education and community center Everyone is welcome to gather there. There's just some light refreshments. I think there's hot dogs or hamburgers or something like that. And lastly, uh, those of you who are going to get your picture taken, uh, Bishop Mark Ekman will be coming back to the sanctuary, and then you can come forward individually if you'd like your picture, that the candidates would like their pictures with the bishop. Thanks, Father Mike. Actually, I did learn one other piece of sign language before Mass began, and that was confirmation, which, if I'm right, was a cross and the Holy Spirit. Yes. So yes. I'm ahead of the game. <laughs> You're good. You're good. I'm ready to come back. But, you know, every time uh, we're downtown Pittsburgh, we look up the mountain and we see this church, <clears throat> and it's certainly 
an edifice for everybody to know that this is where the Lord is known and where people can come for peace. And when we're here, we look to you because you are our spiritual leader here. And you've done such a wonderful job in ministering to God's people and bringing the spirit and the presence of the Lord to all the faithful. So thank you for all your hard work and your ministry here at the parish. God bless you. Bow down for the blessing. May God the Father Almighty bless you, whom he has made his adopted sons and daughters, reborn from water and the Holy Spirit, and may he keep you worthy of his fatherly love. Amen. Amen. May his only begotten Son, who promised that the Spirit of truth would abide in his church, bless you and confirm you by his power in the confession of the true faith. Amen. May the Holy Spirit, who kindles the fire of charity in the hearts of his disciples, bless you and lead you blameless and gathered as one into the joy of the kingdom of God. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mass is ended. Go in peace. Glorify the Lord with the help of the Holy Spirit by your life. Thanks be to God. Our closing hymn is number 523, Christ the Lord is Risen Today, 523. We'll sing verses 1, 2, and 3. 